Entropic velocity, Kyle. Those are pretty powerful words to couple together. If I could comment on it, Kyle, I'd say it's increasing. Cultural entropic velocity. Descending towards something, right, Kyle? Boy, is it a mess. But July 4th is coming up, Kyle. I will remind you. Woo! Right? Let's celebrate. DarbyCast, Wild Card Friday. Independence from nonsense is what this country was founded upon. You know it, I know it. Bunch of patriots said to the British that a 2% tax rate up from a 1% tax rate was absolutely fucking unacceptable. And now people are paying 50% kind of across the board. If you calculate in all the sales tax, fuel taxes, income tax, death tax, and nobody seems to give a shit. Or they do, and they're just like, well, what do I do? What can really be done? There are things. We know this. But it's DarbyCast, and it's Wild Card Friday, and if you're new to this show, get the hell out of here. Well, you still can. Because we like July 4th here on this show. And if you're one of those people who's like, yeah, the USA, I've had enough. And it's like, well, we've had enough of you and we have for years. Matilda, my goodness, Matilda. Fond memories from growing up, Kyle, on July 4th, riding a bicycle, being in a patriotism parade. I think that's kind of what it was. All the kids riding their bikes with streamers, not really thinking about geopolitics. But now you've got Matildas, single mothers, coaching their kids, obviously Aidensley and Braxtonsbury, and telling them, all right, guys, this country is an abortion. And while we're on the topic, killing kids is A+. plus. I thought about aborting you. I thought about it. Inappropriate, Matilda. Really inappropriate. Not just thinking about icing your kids as their guardian and protector. That's kind of your role. But beyond that, sharing your thoughts on icing kids with your kids, because it's like the popular thing to do. You read a social media post. It was like, we need to educate all of our children on abortion. We need to explain to them at age three, age four at the latest, that kids are parasites and part of being a mom is deciding whether or not you kill them. A lot of moms flip coins and say, heads, you're dead. Tails, you might also be dead spiritually because I'm your mom. I'm a harpy. Welcome to the world. My goodness. This whole Roe v. Wade thing. Boy, do people misunderstand what the fuck is going on with this. Abortion has not been outlawed. It has simply been kicked back to the states so all the California and New York people can still rip their babies to shreds, smash them to smithereens, play hacky sack with the corpse, and then go back to the rap concert 
and get triple teamed in a port john I mean, what else is there to life? If that's not the pinnacle of spiritual ascension, I don't even want to know what is. Kyle, I know we already did an abortion episode, but I can riff on this for a long time. But the meltdowns continue, obviously. Gals on the coasts are really upset that gals in the Midwest might have to drive for two hours to go kill their baby if they get raped by an inappropriate alien in a spaceship. Don't you notice this, that they make these like weird hypothetical edge cases that make no sense? Well, is abortion okay if the chick worked for Elon Musk at Tesla in the HR department and then he came in and seduced her and then they had sex, but later she regretted it? Like, is that abortion okay? Yeah, checkmate, you fucking conservatives. Jeez, what a show. But as we know, the abortion whodunit isn't going to change a whole lot. It really isn't. But it's just the designated rage outlet of the mentally enslaved political left where their overlords are like, this is something you're allowed to get upset about, Matilda. Go burn down some buildings. You have my blessing. Is that what the powers that be sound like? No, they probably sound more sinister. Go forth, Matilda. Burn it all. Was that British sounding, Kyle? I don't know. The British are actually pretty sweet. So, I don't know. Maybe they belong to another country. The powers that be. Satanism all over the world, Kyle, right? Shadowy dirtbags. But a lot of these Matildas, they don't quite realize it, do they? That they're upset about a whole lot of things. And they're only given license to be upset about a few things. And so they dump all of their angst, anger, rage, nearly psychopathic, homicidal ideation into issues that don't affect them that much and with a ton of regularity. Like, how many abortions are chicks getting? Is this a thing where it's like, yeah, there should be abortion clinics in the way that 7-Elevens exist. You never know when you're going to need a big gulp or an abortion. And you just got to give it a go. Bill Clinton, back in the 90s, was saying that abortion needs to be rare. He said that, Kyle. You showed me the clip. Good research, Kyle. Your skill set seems to be improving. But boy, is it different now. I saw a picture on the internet recently of a gal who had like eight abortions and she kept all of them in jars. At what point is it okay to suggest that that chick is fucked up? So twisted. Because I think it's when you put the first one in a jar. Let alone have a collection. Good lord. The devil is having his day. In the sun and even in the shade. But that doesn't mean that the 4th of July and a not-so-subtle reminder of who we are and what we stand for is on the horizon. What's that? Powerful youth on bikes, not e-bikes, but just a good old-fashioned bike. 
kids eating chocolate chip cookies, MILFs, wearing a little crop top, but being modest in their behavior. Where's that been? Oh, to hang out with a Matilda on July 4th. I hope you can avoid it at all costs. Can you imagine just listening to the revolting gargles of regurgitated newspeak in between sessions of feeding her cats wine? That's a Matilda go-to. All other activities of the day simply just break up her feeding her cats wine. That's how she measures the day. But imagine listening to that, being like, well, America's an idea, and it's a bad one, obviously. And you hear that voice. Imagine you're at a barbecue, and you're having a great time. You're with your bros, you're with your ladies, you're having fun. There are enough high fives to go around, no shortage there. But then somehow... A Matilda weasels her way into the scene. And it's like, you know, um, the country's actually fucking bullshit. And it's like, can you just give us a day? Or maybe give yourself a day. This has to be exhausting for you, Matilda. Take a break. But Matilda's shameless. And she went to Wesleyan and got her degree in oppression via white guys. So she knows what's really going on. She gets it. She's a scientist more than anything. She's seen the data. She's crunched the numbers. And she's here to tell you the truth about July 4th. Fireworks were actually designed to intimidate Native Americans. What? What are you talking about, Matilda? And again, who invited you? You scan the party, the barbecue, for... Some idiot who would invite this chick. Who is it? It's a guy. And his name is Leslie. And he's trying to get some. That's the coalition, right? Disgusting skanks. And their enablers. Leslie shops at Pottery Barn. Kyle, is Pottery Barn still, like, in business? Yeah, they're being propped up by the global Leslie. Right? Leslie as a plural? My goodness. Can we start calling effeminate liberal guys Leslie with extreme regularity? I don't see why not. And I don't think you really see a whole lot of problems with that either. Leslie and Matilda, power couple. Abortion enthusiasts, warriors in Satan's army. And they don't even realize it. That's the worst part about Matilda and Leslie's. They don't even know how big of pieces of garbage they are. That has really gone off the rails, has it not, Kyle? Deluded idiots who think that they're the good guys. And how does that even work, right? How does one view themselves as the good guy when they're cheering on dudes cutting their dicks off and chicks icing their babies? Like when you just kind of say it like that, like, oh, you want dudes to chop their dicks off and play dress up and you want gals to use a Dyson vacuum, never lose a suction. James Dyson's a pretty good inventor, if we're being honest, but his inventions were never designed for this. I'll tell you that much. 
Isn't that fascinating, though, how the angriest, most violent, and most hateful people, who are liberals, obviously, they think they're fucking sweet. They think they're the good guys. Actually, check that. They know they're the good guys. Yet the people who hate their entire country, the people who want to open up the borders, drink pumpkin lattes, kill kids in the tum-tum, demonize masculinity, and wear pantsuits. Yeah, you're the good guys for sure, Matilda. Leslie, way to co-sign on it. Good job, Leslie. Keep it up. You're a hero. Leslie and Matilda coming in hot at your barbecue. Oh, they've seen the Avengers movies. And you better believe they've seen Harry Potter as well. So they're about to tell you why Thor wouldn't have put up with Nazis at your barbecue. Never do they ask themselves. Do I sound like halfway um, demented? Am I making any sense? No, those aren't the questions that are asked. Matilda and Leslie have a carefully manicured sense of self and reality. And anything that threatens that identity of them feeling like the good guy, boy, do they just eject from that situation. Abort mission or abort baby, right? Imagine that you're a guy, okay, and your name is Leslie. Ouch, right? You wake up in the morning, you look at your weak chin in the mirror and your neck beard and your sorry excuse for chest hair, which is what? 15 nipple hairs per nipple and a happy trail that needed to be groomed like a decade ago. It's not really a happy trail anymore. It's upper pubes and they're a disaster. Put yourself in this space. You haven't lifted a weight in a really long time because weights lead to the dark side. Go Star Wars. Fuck you, Leslie. But imagine that you're a dude named Leslie. You walk out of your apartment and you go find a Tesla and just rub your junk on it because you're like, oh, I love you. I love you. You get me. Electronic vehicle. Like nobody else does. You ride the public transit in your city because Leslie's living in cities, let's be real. No honest, decent person would A, live in a city or B, name their kid Leslie. Cities are just havens for Leslie's and Matilda's, are they not? But Leslie rides public transport. He sees a woman, one of his neighbors, being sexually assaulted by four Middle Easterners. By chance, who knows? They could be Pacific Islander in this example. But Pacific Islanders are actually pretty chill. So let's just say that they're from, you know what? Let's go with Somalia. Leslie witnesses a rape and rather than trying to stop it, he pulls out his cell phone and he's like, this is going to get 15 likes on social. And then maybe that girl Matilda, if I word the post correctly, maybe she'll give me a comment and say, good job, Leslie. Fight for what's right. Can we just talk about violence happening out in the world? If you see something 
Don't pull out your cell phone like a dipshit. Go do something about it. Maybe you intercede, you intervene. Don't pull your Leslie card and be like, oh, should I shoot this in vertical or horizontal? Depends on what platform I'm going to put it on. I pray that there are some high-quality 4th of July-loving individuals, like just grizzled, post-ego-death, Mad Max-loving Christians that somehow, against all of their better judgment, decided to stay in cities to fight crime, and not because their entire life is based on the Batman trilogy by Christopher Nolan, which is good, Okay, let's not knock that. That was well executed. However, that's not the official playbook, right? But you better believe it would be cool if some of these city warriors presented themselves. They don't have kids. They don't have a wife. They're like, everything sucks. And I'm going to play my role as a complete ass beater and beat some people's asses. Where has that been? And I get it. Nobody wants to live in a city. Who is still living in cities right now? Matildas, Leslie's, and then a bunch of anonymous strangers from the third world. Isn't that it? Yeah, drink a hoppy IPA and eat a street taco, Leslie, you stupid son of a bitch. That's the apex right there. Street tacos with celery as a garnish. If I ever saw a guy eating a taco with celery in it, you better believe I'd kick the shit out of him. So far, I haven't seen that. And guy's name, Leslie, here's what I'm saying. Don't try it. Fourth of July, though. Let's just pivot away from cities because I tend to flog city folk quite a bit on the Darby cast. As you know, Kyle I do a pretty good job at it, as you know. Let's talk about how to conduct yourself at a 4th of July party. If you see somebody, one of these demon folk, who's either Leslie or Leslie adjacent, or somewhere in the zip code of Matilda in terms of disposition, thoughts, behavior, things that are said, you want to get them out of there. And then you want to explain to them that they should leave the country. Entirely. Why stop at the party? They're going to be bringing like a kale coleslaw with light mayo as their dish to the barbecue. If somebody shows up to your barbecue and they have any items that contain kale, take their container, throw it on the ground, spit in their face and be like, all right, you deserved all of that. The 4th of July meal plan is burgers and hot dogs. And if you're feeling real bold, then it's ribs. But it is things that you can barbecue. You can't barbecue kale. Maybe you can, but that doesn't mean that you should, right? Where's that been? Just because you can doesn't mean that you should. What a life maxim that is. What a powerful reminder that is to Leslie, to Matilda. Matilda, you can abort babies and put them in jars, but is that a good call? That kind of thinking doesn't exist. 
in a lot of these people. They exist in a ceaseless present where everything is wrong and they're always right. And they're lobbying for the most satanic crap you've ever heard of. You see this. This is just a nice little reminder. This episode is probably a breath of fresh air and a half for most people listening to this and being like, oh, thank goodness. I have a neighbor named Leslie and I just want to hit him in the face with a rake. But I've abstained because I can separate thoughts from actions. I don't have to act on my every impulse like an animal. My goodness. You tell Leslie a damn thing that upsets him and he is going straight to making Molotov cocktails and firebombing abortion clinics. I wish on this 4th of July we could just encourage the people who have such misanthropic values to ask themselves a single question. Am I rooting for the good guys? Let me put it to lefties in terms that they can understand. Are you rooting for Voldemort? Are you in bed with Vader and the Emperor? Do you consort with Thanos? The three lefties who listen to this show is like, no, I would never. I have a fat head of pepper pots in my bathroom. It's covered in mold and splooge. And that's not an accident. There are two Americas, at least. At the very least, there are two Americas. One might argue there are an infinite number of Americas. But the two that we should hone in on is Leslie's America, Matilda's America. That's what we're going to call this episode, by the way. Leslie's America. My goodness, that's a catchy title, is it not, Kyle? And then there's the America, Land of the Free, Home of the Brave. Which is the one that we'd like to have a comeback. Things are not looking good, but deliberate optimism in the face of a challenge is nothing short of magically inspiring. And not in a Harry Potter way, in a way that is more significant than that. All the lefties listening to this just gasped. They're like, ah, impossible. You might find yourself at a 4th of July barbecue this 4th of July. You might find yourself interfacing with one of these dipshits not on the 4th of July. Let's just zoom out a little bit and not have it exist only on one day. Because that's not how patriotism works. It's not a one-day affair. It's actually a 365, 24-7 whodunit. Imagine having such low self-esteem that you hate your country and yourself and your family and everything that has ever been accomplished by your civilization. And you're like, let's just burn it to the ground and give it to people from Guatemala. What are you talking about, Leslie? That is not the point of anything. We don't replace a pro basketball team with seventh graders because it would be nice. That hasn't happened, has it? And I think it's about high time that it did, chimed in Leslie after sipping an estrogen smoothie with grilled kale that he barbecued. Gross, right? 
does this all just boil down to beauty and excellence via ugliness and mediocrity? In some ways it does. You ever notice that Matildas aren't hot and Leslie's are just revolting? Not only with their personalities, but their appearance. You look at them and you're like, don't you belong under a bridge somewhere or in a cave, like plotting to do evil acts to knights in shining armor? Who are those people? That's right. Lovers of the Lord and his son, JC. Wouldn't that be fascinating if the political left had this aha moment where they're like, wow, we worship sinister leaders and we're pretty fucked up ourselves. Where's that been? I don't see it happening anytime soon, nor do you. There have been many an opportunity for people to shake out of their waking slumber and be like, I don't like that Disney makes movies about anal now. I don't think that was the original vision of Walt Disney. But it's Leslie's America now. Or is it? Boom. Gotcha. You walked right into that one. It is not Leslie's America. Why? Because Leslie has no firm convictions. All he does is repeat things that he reads on Twitter and then add the comment, this hard period. But this is in all caps. He has no original thoughts. Nor does Matilda. Matilda does that too. You've seen it. Imagine you're at a 4th of July party and you find yourself in a conversation with a covert Leslie. Because you don't really know who they are, but they're at a barbecue. And you're like, yeah, he might be a good guy. Pretty fucking weak chin, but maybe he's okay. I'm going to tell you right now he's not, but good on you for trying. Say, Leslie, elevator pitch me. What are you all about? He says, well, I'm just like, be a decent human being. It's 2022, and I think it's high time that we did more anal and chicks got more abortions. It's like, wow, Leslie. His name could be Blakely as well. Keep your eyes peeled and your ears open for Blakely's very dangerous people. They do not have souls. You're going to want to watch out for that. I want you to have an amazing 4th of July. Because I'm going to be honest with you, mid-July things could get weird in our country. As if they weren't weird enough, right? And that's when all the Leslies and Matildas finally pipe down, is when there is widespread chaos and violence, and they realize that Stating their opinion and taking an anti-human, anti-American approach for years maybe wasn't the best call. If and when things ever go really sideways in the country, Leslie and Matilda will both become prostitutes. Because that's what they are right now anyway. Just happens to be a little bit more media related, ideologically related. Their pimp, Fauci. Bill Gates treats him like shit. And they're like, you don't know the real Fauci like I do. You don't know the real Bill Gates. You don't know the real Obama. They're good to me. But if things ever went really sideways, you better believe they'd just be selling their a-holes for 50 cents. Ugly spirited people with no real convictions. They just want to say stuff and be heard. They don't care if it makes sense or not. 
I look forward to 180 degree turns. If I find myself in a conversation with one of these people at a party ever, not just on the 4th of July, the moment I hear them spout off a mainstream media talking point, maybe I won't even do a 180. I'll do a 360 plow into them, knock them over and be like, fuck you, Leslie. My name is Blakinson. What? Scram, get out of here. What are the things of which we need to be reminded this 4th of July? Men are men. Women are women. And if left to flourish in their respective roles, they do a pretty damn good job at being themselves. Evil exists in the world. And it should not be tolerated, nor should it be negotiated with. It's okay to despise the things that threaten the things that you love. And if you love the country and you notice that there are people and things and ideas that are threatening what you love, your country or your friends or your family, it's beyond okay to say something about it and say, I'm pissed. There are things that should upset people. And it's not necessarily anonymous gals in states other than your own having a trickier time killing their unwanted miracles, children. Maybe that's not the correct thing to be upset about. Maybe it's more appropriate to be upset about the U.S. becoming a bureaucratic kleptocracy where tax funds are harvested and so is spiritual, mental, emotional energy. And it is used to treat people like slaves and garbage. But you got to find the midpoint between the two extremes that I flirt with. I've found that it works for me and it probably works for you if you enjoy the Darby cast. It's somewhere in between taking things seriously and making a lot of key jokes. Somewhere in that space is a whole lot of truth and a whole lot of effectiveness. If I were all serious all the time, boy, would I be disheartened and feel weary and like I was shackled with a burden, unable to be the agent of change that I would like to be. You might feel that too some days, and that's okay. But sometimes you got to laugh a couple things off and be like, people are fucking stupid, and it's interesting to watch. Ha ha. Today, I'm not quite there. I may get there later. After we go hard on abs, right, Kyle? That's what today's all about in some regard. If you're listening to this and you've enjoyed even part of this, have an honest conversation with a couple people at a 4th of July party and be like, hey, things are pretty jacked up. Let's just get on the same page of what the main problems are. Because you can't begin to talk about solutions until you can accurately describe the problems. And some people, unfortunately, might not have heard coherent, logical statements on why things are the way they are, how things are going, so on and so forth. And so sometimes you got to tell them what's really going on and you just do it with questions. Questions are so much more effective than dictating for an in-person conversation. So rather than saying things are all jacked up, you say things like, are we 
in smooth sailing territory as a country. And then if they're a Leslie or a Matilda, they're going to say, no, there's so much bigotry and there's white supremacists. They're prowling the streets on ATVs and they have burning crosses. You've seen them, haven't you? It's like, Leslie, I haven't. Have you seen them? And then Leslie is going to be like, no, but can you imagine what it would be like if they were there? And it's like, Leslie, I'm not going to entertain your odd media-induced fantasies. Get the fuck out of this barbecue, Leslie. Who invited you? Out from the kitchen walks another guy named Leslie and be like, I invited him. And it's like, oh, boy, you're multiplying. This is not okay. If you're listening to this and your name is Leslie and you know that you're a total bummer, like in your heart, you know it. You're like, fuck, I suck. Go to City Hall. Get a name change. Start over. You have full license to be a person with a soul. And if we can get Shakespearean for a second, what's in a name? A rose by any other name would smell just as sweet. Roses named Leslie always smell like poo. As a metaphor, go with the slam dunk name. John, Luke, Mark, Matthew. Biblical, strong, soulful, connected. Somebody who belongs, somebody who matters. That's what the 4th of July is about. Unity, camaraderie, belonging, honesty, truth, love, positivity, optimism, inspiration, cheeseburgers, candy bars. Friendship. I hope you have a great fourth. And if you're listening to this after the fourth, by chance, I hope it prepares you for next July 4th. This is not Leslie's America. No, sir. Or no, ma'am. This country does not belong to Matilda, nor does it belong to the corporations. It belongs to the people. Remember that this July 4th. It belongs to you. It belongs to your neighbors. It belongs to your family. It belongs to your friends. It does not belong to Starbucks. The country does not belong to MasterCard. The country does not belong to Citibank. The country belongs to the people. And there are more important stories in the world than Harry Potter, Star Wars, and the Marvel movies. What are those stories? The ones that you're authoring right now in your own life. The changes that you're making in the lives of people around you. Let's talk about heroics for a second. What if the most heroic thing you could do today was simply tell the truth about the way things are and not tell it to anybody else, but tell it to yourself and be like, well, things are pretty sideways, pretty twisted. Fauci is four foot seven, and that should have been a dead giveaway that this dude was a piece of filth. But that's going to do it for DarbyCast Wildcard Friday. Kyle, was this heavy-handed or was it sweet or was it both?